0: In the first episode of season three, Tassica tells a story about the arduous process of unlearning childhood trauma in order to let love in. I hope you all enjoy passing through survivor's guilt, told live the absolutely phenomenal Tassica.
1: My boyfriend called me to tell me that I left my socks or something simple at his house. And for some reason, it made me livid. Because, thank you. (laughs) It didn't really matter because I was going back to his house that evening anyway. Anywho, I go to a birthday dinner and I see my friend, and his name is Neville. If you guys are from New York, one of you might know him. (laughs) Um, He asked me a question, and I think I heard him say, are you hurting? And I'm super transparent, so I answered, and I was like, yeah, I am. (laughs) So he walks over, And he says, what do you think I said? And I was like, I thought you said, am I hurting? And he was like, I didn't say that, but let's unpack that. (laughs) And And I was like, okay. And so we stepped to the side during the birthday dinner, and we started having a conversation. And while we were having this conversation, everything I'm about to say to you started flooding out of my mouth for the first time ever. When I was a little girl, around eight-ish, my dad lived with uh, my stepmom. You know, know we do, we don't really, you know. People ain't really getting married, but they've been together for mad long, I don't know. Let's just call her a stepmom for now. So he lived with my stepmom and two of my siblings, and I lived with my mom in the Bronx in an apartment. But I would see my dad like every other weekend, or he would come to our house, or I would go over there. And one time, I must have left like my scrunchie, a simple item, right? Remember that. And my stepmom put my scrunchies in a Ziploc bag and she sent it back with my dad the next weekend. Now my mom, she's West Indian, you hear what I'm saying? And it went something like, what? What she return the child scrunchie them for? What? In a Ziploc bag like so. I'm like, oh, it's going down. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. Now I didn't get it. I, I didn't get when my mom was mad. My mom never gets mad. She's really uh, submissive and patient and kind, weirdly enough. I didn't get why she was mad. Now I'm a mom, I get it. Now, don't do it. Um, But I didn't get why she was mad at the time. What I did get was a sense of rejection. And I remember feeling like, wow, he didn't make a home for me. Like, The guy who's supposed to love me the most didn't make room for me. And so I was really confused about that because, you know, when you split homes, you're supposed to feel like they're two homes. Instead, I felt like this guest. And it was a small, small gesture, but I remember feeling unwanted. And I remember feeling, Tassica, you can't leave anything anywhere. The only home you have is with your mom. So fast forward to the boyfriend. He says, Oh, you left your whatever the item is. I can't even remember. And it all came flooding back to me. That he, who I had been with y'all for mad long, something like a decade. I know, I know, we'll talk about it later. (laughs) He didn't even make room for me. And he was supposed to love me to the ends of the earth. But he had to call me and tell me I left some arbitrary item at his house that I was going back to anyway. So I felt the rejection again. And I felt the unwanted feeling again. And I felt this, you don't belong here. Even when they love you, (laughs) that's not a guarantee they'll make space Oh, so I've been in long-term relationships. That wasn't the only one. And as I'm talking to Neville, I'm remembering, like, what else? Where else did this show up in my life? And I realized, girl, you never leave your shit anywhere. Not a bobby pin, not a sock, not a water bottle. When I leave your house, I'm leaving. I'm taking everything with me. Okay, my phone charger, my shoes, my bobby pin, my scrunchie. I hadn't left myself anywhere, and I was exhausted because I was carrying everything with me everywhere. So as I'm talking to Neville, I'm realizing that I am burdened with something that happened to me at eight. And my dad is not alive anymore, so I can't even have the conversation to say, why didn't you make room for me? I'm your daughter. I could have left my whole life there and you should have made room. So it's survivor's guilt, right? I'm just having this conversation with Neville at a birthday party, because I couldn't have it with my dad. And I know he loved me. Oh, he loved me (laughs) to the ends of the earth. But he didn't love me enough to make room for me, to carry my stuff for me. And I think that's why I'm a writer. Because my notebook always makes room for me. The pages, don't find somebody else when you take too long to get home. Your journals always miss you. They welcome you. And what I have learned, and I'm 32 going on 33, my Jesus year. <laughs> that where I couldn't find a home in the physical sense, I found one in books. Fast forward. (laughs) I'm dating this new guy. (laughs) (laughs) And the first couple times I stayed over there, we had like arguments in the morning because I'm West Indian and I need a cup of tea before I leave my house. (laughs) Non-negotiable. And he never had tea. And he never had, like, yogurt. He never had, like, bread. I need a carb, you know?
0: <laughs> and he's West
1: India, too, so he should know. Um, so one day, he says, let's go to the store. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to the store. And you it? I'm going. And so he's like, we go to the breakfast aisle with all the yogurts and milk and cheese and stuff like that. And he's like, yo, get what you want for breakfast, please. And I'm like, what you mean? He's like, get what you want for breakfast, because I don't want to hear this every time you come over. And I'm like. (laughs) 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 So, (laughs) he sighed at me. Um, So I pick up my my yogurt and my teas, and I'm in this store and I recognize this thing and it's late at night, so it's like 10.30. And I realize, and I'm looking at him. And he's paying, because you know I'm not paying. <laughs> no. <Nah>. And <laughs> why would I do that? And uh, I'm looking at him. And at this point, we're really like super early in our relationship. But it's, it's too soon to say, I love you, or something like that. But I do love the person that he represents and who he presents to me but I'm standing there and I'm watching him check out the items and it comes to me Tassica. it's okay to leave some things behind because someone who loves you but also respects your existence will make room for you. He makes it so that I have a place to come back to. When I leave his house, I could come back three weeks from now and that television is still on the own network. (laughs) You hear what I'm saying? And so (laughs) the beauty of this story is that childhood trauma presents itself in these strange and unfamiliar ways. But people will show you what you mean to them quicker than they will tell you. If he tells you, you left your socks, don't even go back for them.
0: Y'all, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the first episode of Passing Through Season 3. You can find more from Tassica on Instagram at Tassica.com. That's T-A-S-S-I-K-A-D-O-T-C-O-M. And her website, Tassica.com. T-A-S-S-I-K-A dot com. As always, every single like, comment, review, and share means the world for this podcast. Thank you again. We'll see you guys next week.